Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. December 11th, 2020, Friday Muzakara Highlights. The Sheikh commented on two verses mostly from Surah Taha. وَلَقَدْ مَنَّنَّا عَلَيْكَ مَرَّةً أُخْرَى We have shown you favor another time. And the verse وَلِتُصْنَعَ عَلَىٰ عَيْنِ That you may be formed under my eye. The Quranic verses in context of Surah Taha they read uh, Go unto the Pharaoh إِذْهَبْ إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنَ إِنَّهُ طَغَىٰ Truly he has rebelled. Then Musa says He said my Lord expand for me my breast Make my affair easy for me and untie a knot from my tongue that they may understand my speech. And appoint for me a helper from among my family, Aaron, Harun, my brother. Through him increase my strength and make him a partner in my affair that we may glorify you much and remember you much. Allah Ta'ala responds, You have been granted your request, O Musa. لَقَدْ أُوْتِيْتَ سُؤْلَكَ يَا مُوسَىٰ And we have indeed shown you favor another time. وَلَقَدْ مَنَنَّا عَلَيْكَ مَرَّةً أُخْرَىٰ When we revealed to your mother that which was revealed. Now the Shaykh comments on the verse وَلَقَدْ مَنَنَّا عَلَيْكَ مَرَّةً أُخْرَىٰ We have shown you favor another time. Musa says, I thought that my wayfaring was mine. And now having completed the cycle of my journey towards purification in the desert under Shu'aib in preparation for the encounter on Mount Tur with Allah Ta'ala's disclosure in the fire. Now I've arrived at Kullun min indillah. Everything is from God. Hence the verse, We have shown you favor another time. The verse implies that the entire architecture or unfolding of the life of Sayyidina Musa والسلام, was through divine grace and divine decree. It's, a, it's God's favor. We've given you a favor not only in Harun being your brother but also then the story where Allah Ta'ala says we put you in the taboot, in the basket or the ark as a young baby after we revealed to your mother what we revealed. The Sheikh also made another point that the art of dua, of supplicating, calling out unto Allah, is a form of worship when you're traveling to God. It's a ibadah. However, for those who have attained, for the wasilin, it's not a form of worship, it's rather the fruit of your worship, the intimate converse of the saint who has attained is the fruit, whereas for the supplicator it's it's a form of worship. The Sheikh also made a parallel. He pointed out the parallel between Sayyiduna Musa والسلام, in the womb of his mother being fed through the nutrients through the umbilical cord in his mother's womb and then being placed in the basket as a newborn face up because when you place a baby you don't put him face down or on their sides you put him face up and so he's placed in the basket face up 
and he's feeding not from the mother's womb, which was the his micro world as a fetus and as a baby in the womb, but rather now he's feeding or deriving sustenance and nutrition, you could say, from the horizons, from the heavens, just by facing upwards into the heavens. So he's placed into the basket, into the taboot, looking to the sky and drawing his strength from the spiritual realm, from the Malakut. And then he's sent down the stream. And the stream represents the branches of the faith. The river flows through Shu'abul Iman, the branches of the faith, as Sayyidina Musa is a baby observing the Malakut. This symbolizes the path of Sayyidina Musa, the path to God. The river is God's path. And here Sayyidina Musa is the perfected servant of Allah. And God created this river, the Nile, in order for it to carry Sayyidina Musa. It's the highest purpose and function of the Nile. Otherwise, the river would have no function in comparison with this great function of delivering the basket of baby Moses all the way to the footsteps of the palace of the Pharaoh to be then picked up by Asiya, the wife of Firaun. And God's intent is to be worshipped upon his earth. And he creates that river in order for Sayyidina Musa to read or to learn the branches of the faith within it, in order for him to arrive at the shore of Ihsan, the shore of virtue and spiritual excellence. And so he's carrying the inner secret of union. And the river and the ocean and the basket that he's in are the secret of separation. So you have Jama that's embodied by Sayyidina Musa himself that he's carrying as a baby, the secret, divine secret of Tawheedul Jama'ah and then Tawheedul Farq, voicing God's oneness in the realm of separation embodied by the river of the branches of the faith and the taboot that's carrying him through it. So Musa is the union of the separation of those horizons. He is their union and they are his farq, his separation. The basket that he's placed in is already, in a sense, being punctured by Sayyidina Musa because he's drawing from on high and he's drawing from the sixth heaven, which is his station in the in the Mi'raj of the Prophet. And so in drawing from the sixth heaven, he ascends through the first heaven when the heaven opens apart like a rose, Wardatan Kaddihan of Sayyidina Adam, to the spirit of the divine command, Ruhul Amriya of Sayyidina Isa, to the half of beauty of the Prophet, Shatrul Jamal of Sayyidina Yusuf, all the way through the fifth heaven of Sayyidina Harun to his station in the sixth one. And he is studying or learning the luminous rope that cuts down through the sixth heavens as he's placed facing up 
looking towards them. So he is the secret or the sir of the rope that's extended from heaven and he carries the dot. He's the treasure dot of that hidden alif, the vertical alif that's cutting across the levels of existence from the sixth heaven of his station all the way down to the casket. And the verse says, Allah says, I remind you of this, of my favor upon you, because you forgot, just as we were in the day of LS2, the day of Aminatu Lord, and now we forgot to. And so the mother of Sayyidina Musa casts her baby into the very presence of Ihsan, the presence of spiritual excellence, the presence of esoteric truth, of haqiqah, at the shores of God's own enemy and the enemy of Musa. This enemy is the one who claims the innermost secret for himself. He claims to be the treasure. Inwardly, the secret of the dot is claimed by the Pharaoh, but he doesn't realize it, and he doesn't realize that he has it in his own hands in this very baby that he's holding. Instead, the Pharaoh, who's an enemy of Sayyidina Musa and of Allah, claims I, he says Anna, 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 for so long. And so God sends him the dot of the noon and the ba all the way to his footsteps. And he says, here it is. If you're worthy of this secret that you claim, if you're worthy of the lordship that you claim to possess, then pass away in it because its secret is in your hands. It's in that baby. And if you're not worthy of what you're claiming, then that secret, the sir, the dot that you're holding, the baby, will divulge your state and will bear witness against you. Likewise, dear disciple, you follow the wali. In your own time, before meeting him, you claimed to be a seeker of sainthood. You were searching for wilaya. You used to wake up in the last third of the night. You performed so many suprogatory devotions claiming to be a seeker of truth. And so God sends you this haqiqah to your own front door. And you don't truly acknowledge or recognize its value. If you are worthy of this claim that you're making, then pass away in it. Pass away in the nukta of your wali. If not, you claim to be superior to him and it shall bear witness against you and shall divulge your state just as baby Moses, the nukta of Sayyidina Musa, divulged the state of Fir'aun. وَأَلْقَيْتُ عَلَيْكَ مَحَبَّةً مِنِّي And I cast on you love from me that you may be formed under my eye. وَلِتُصْنَعَ عَلَىٰ عَيْنِي You, O oh baby Moses, who is now being addressed at Mount Tur, 
You are the locus of God's gaze. Musa's heart is the locus of the divine gaze. And to look at Sayyiduna Musa is to look at God's gaze or just to look at Allah. When Musa looks at a servant, God looks at that servant. He's an interface between the created and the uncreated. When Musa praises a servant of God, God praises that servant. The heart of Sayyiduna Musa is Al-Baytul Ma'mur. It's the inhabited house, the celestial prototype of the Kaaba. This is what it means for the heart to be God's gaze, the heart of the Wali. Then the Sheikh pointed out the washing of the heart and the splitting of the chest, the parallel here, that occurred to the Prophet ﷺ, the permission even for elevation of Rifa'ah is announced by that moment of the washing of the heart and the splitting of the chest. Permission for God's name to be invoked in that heart. From that moment onward, in the life of the Prophet ﷺ, every word that the Prophet pronounces is revelation. God speaks on his tongue even without the intermediacy of Jibreel. There is no share of shaitan in the speech of the Prophet ﷺ. For Sayyiduna Musa, his limit is the sixth heaven. We're not here delimiting or prioritizing or ranking. We're trying to grasp the path of ascension in the Divine Presence. And to appreciate the prophetic presence of Sayyiduna Musa in relation to the all-embracing Muhammadan reality. Returning to the story of the baby in the basket, baby Moses. For Sayyidina Musa, as the Prophet ﷺ says, milk is knowledge. And he prays for God to increase us in milk and to bless it and to bless our knowledge and to increase us in it. Knowledge of the innate human disposition of the fitra, or the fitra of revelation. And likewise, the baby Moses goes back to his mother to continue to draw his revelation from his mother's breast. And Sayyiduna Musa only took milk from his own mother. In contrast, the Prophet ﷺ takes milk from his mother as well as from Halima Sa'diya, his milk mother. In the time of Sayyiduna Musa, one of the reasons for this is that in the time of Sayyiduna Musa, there were few monotheists and the mother of Sayyidina Musa was, was one of the few monotheists, pure Tawheed. And the messenger prophet only suckles milk from a pure monotheist, a muwahida. In time of the Prophet ﷺ, in contrast, there were many muwahidun, the Hunafa, and hence he, the Prophet ﷺ came to perfect the noble character traits which are the character traits of monotheism, of Tawheed. The Sheikh comments that with Tawheed, 
There is akhlaq, a virtue, noble character traits. Without tawheed, there is no akhlaq, virtuous character. And the Prophet says, I was sent to perfect noble character traits, i.e., there is tawheed already, and I'm there to perfect it. And tawheed has been there from the very beginning. Since the day God created the nur of, the, of your prophet, nuru nabiyika ya jabir aw jabir, since then there has been tawheed. Among the Banu Israel, it began to wane and to become absent. It was absent except for Sayyidina Musa's mother. He refuses the milk of an idolatrous or someone insincere. And so the fear in this context that the mother has for her baby is the fear that her son would not be a monotheist. And then the sheikh says, now parents send their kids to French schools. That's their fear. And the sheikh commented on uh, the importance of teaching your children Quran and how the Prophet ﷺ described the Hafiz as one who is given a crown of pearls, a beautiful crown, to wear Uh, on the Day of Judgment and the hereafter. And in a sense, when you teach, the more Qur'an you teach, it's like building a crown for your children in the hereafter. The Shaykh also commented on how how the sister and the mother were the initial source of support for Sayyiduna Musa at his most tender age. And then his older brother, Harun, becomes his support at an older age. It's the mother who raises this great imam and who instigates the beginning of this great uh, prophetic presence. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد